Alberto, welcome to uh, the Lockdown Podcast. Um, Dude, thanks for having me. You're welcome, man. Thank you for being here. Appreciate it. Yeah, Appreciate I've, it. I've listened to all of them, I think. I think you're probably our most faithful <laughs> <laughs> listener, you know, because you were there from the beginning. Mm. So we, the, the reason why we call it the Lockdown Podcast, I feel like I say this every time, uh, it's because that's literally when we started is right. when we were in lockdown in COVID and we try to think about names. And I know we did like a little survey, uh, I think like, I don't know how many people answered, but you were definitely one of the people that answered. And were you, were you the advocate for, for the lockdown? No. Oh, what was yours? Down knee. Oh, that's right. Which I think the whole church should change to that name. Have the, change the name to every Downey? Time, every time I'm, you know, watching the service, I see Downey first. Uh-huh. Downey first. Uh-huh. Downey first. Every slide, Downey first. I'm like, what's the message here? Mm. Is it Downey first? Is that the message? Like only right. Downey? Right, and that's right. It? Or should it switch to down knee right. first? And then everything falls into place. Well, you were the first one that I ever heard say that. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know if you remember when you said this or not, but we were at our house. Just for you guys uh, who don't know, um, Carlo used to be on staff mm. a while back. Um, he, was our, he was our worship leader. And uh, then he had other things that he had to do with school. So uh, unfortunately, he's no longer the worship leader. He still leads worship sometimes, uh, but he's not on staff anymore. So anyway, we would do these, um, we call them First Fridays at my house. And so every first Friday of the month, the whole staff would get together. And we had like a little gathering. We talked a little bit. We had dinner. And then as we were leaving, you said that. Do, yeah. you, remember, do you remember saying that or yeah. not? So yeah. tell me what that, like the premise behind it. I mean, it's... Um Again, with branding and, and with names and with making things catchy or what's, get, what's the formula we have to follow here mm. to, to get a brand or, or get things going, um, you know, you can fall into different, I think, mm. paths, right? Are we just looking for a cool name mm. or, 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 or what's the purpose of, you know, and, but I think for for me that's when i was just like it was that idea was just like yo we could do a cool name mm. with also a great meaning with also it ties in to the name of the church and our yeah. city yeah so it was just kind of firing off of that and and just you know downy first no down knee first d-o-w-n-k-n-e-e -E first in prayer in um you know, just centering ourselves constantly, mm. which I think if we brand that, then it's like, I don't know. That, that's the first thing that we got to do. It's and interesting, then, right? Yeah. Yeah, because it's almost like that have the, cause it kind of goes with our vision too, which is to reach the city of Downey with the, with the hope of Christ. Mm. And so it's kind of having the, the city of Downey down on their knees before before a holy God, which is actually prophecy. I yeah. mean, you see that in, in Philippians chapter two, every knee shall bow, mm. you know, and every tongue confess. So I don't know. Run with it, guys. There it is. <laughs> Boom. I remember I, when Francis was here too. I got you know, dude. Are you in charge of the slides? I told him. Just do it. And I was. I came up to him kind of hard. You know, like, no, that it shouldn't be downy first. It needs to be downy first. Yeah. Again, it's just my opinions. I'm not married to that brand or idea. I just thought it was. It's a cool word play. It's a yeah. cool uh kind of phrase and yeah. and then and then you guys had thrown out hey anybody got name ideas yeah, i was yeah. like oh i'm putting down that knee. one back yeah, in yeah. down knee and that's all that is but yeah it's all good well it's that's cool but it's, it's it's weird what's happening I, and i feel like i talk about this a lot but I, I i'm curious to know your perspective on this and i know we've talked a little bit about it just this whole idea of church uh branding 
um, you know, there was this uh, this worship band, Maverick City, with um, with I think it was Hillsong. No, I think it was Elevation. Elevation Worship. They won a Grammy, mm. and you see these these people just walking down, you know, the red carpet and taking pictures, and it's all this glamour, which. It's a weird feeling when I see that. I'm like so excited because it's like we're representing, which is really, really a cool thing. Mm. Um, but I can't help but notice that there's also kind of a quote unquote dark side to it. I'm not saying it's dark and bad and evil, but there is this temptation to, to, to take it to a, a weird place. What are your thoughts on that as a worship leader and, and, a, and a person of music and all that kind of stuff? What are, you, what are your thoughts on that? I think, I think, I think life is that in the balance Mm. and ultimately it is based on our perspective which we choose to lean on Mm. um with maverick my wife rosie shout out to rosie (laughs) she told me yesterday hey maverick city and elevation they are on the grammys they got an award i'm like that's awesome yeah and then the next thing i said well i was like or is it you know like it's great or is it yeah yeah and it's both. It's both, I think, and it depends on the person's perspective of how they want to see it. Mm. Again, great for the um, music in- industry to be able to hear or witness mm. some uh, worship songs, and who knows who has been changed by a melody or a sound or a song or yeah. even their performance at mm-hmm. the Grammy. Awesome. Amazing. Yeah. Great. Glory to God. Now, for those who may have been in the church or mm. have become the Pharisees mm. or whatever, then there could be the perspective of like, nope, that's of the world. It shouldn't be in that. Yeah. Right? What's right? What's wrong? Again, I'm not here to say what's right or what's wrong, yeah. but I think it falls down on the person's perspective mm-hmm. of who's viewing it. And and I think with life and anything, it's yeah. like that. Yeah. What is your perspective going to be? Mm. Are you going to choose to find um, the good in it? Or are you going to choose to find the bad in it? Because there's both and everything. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, I I was actually listening to uh, Elevation's podcast this morning, uh, Seek and You Shall Find. Mm. And the whole premise uh, by Pastor Furtick was what you're seeking for, you're going to find. So if you're seeking for the bad in in something, you're going to find it. If you're seeking for the good in something, you're going to find it. Mm. So perspective. Yeah. Perspective. That is interesting because I don't know if I see a lot of secular people criticizing uh, the fact that they won a Grammy. I do. Imagine, and I haven't, I haven't read or seen a lot of pushback on it, but I can definitely per, uh, um, uh, foresee pushback from the church, but not from the secular mm. world, which is also interesting. Yeah. You know? With, like what, the, with Kanye, uh, yeah, go ahead, sorry. Yeah, with Kanye, were you, yeah. you going to say Kanye? Same story. Same story. Same story, you know? And for me, it's like, glory to God. Uh-huh. Glory to God. Yeah. Bless Kanye. Mm. Get it. And 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 the words being preached and... and um. And then a lot of people in the church, it was like, no, no way. Like, it can't be. So I'm not here. What Perspective again. Yeah. And um, but I'm hoping and I'm feeling that we can uh, um, like right now, the move of God is to let's reorganize our perspective in, mm. into God's perspective, uh, Christ's perspective, yeah. align our hearts with that. And I can't help but think that that would be to see it in mm. the light 
that it is bringing and in the good that it is doing. Yeah. 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 It's interesting, man. <laughs> it's interesting because it's, it's, you know, we've been immersed. I mean, you're, you know, your dad's a pastor, my dad's a pastor, you know, we've been immersed in church for such a long time that I think we become sort of ultra sensitive to things that are a little bit off. Um, and sometimes you don't necessarily know if that's because of the momentum of tradition that we carry or if it's actually because it goes against Christ. And I see that mm. a lot. Like you just said it, you know, a Christ perspective rather than a tradition perspective. Mm. Um, the tradition is powerful, dude. So, so powerful. Because sometimes we end up doing things or pushing back against things that we don't, like we feel like it's wrong, but sometimes we don't know if that's actually tradition, how we were brought up, or are we pushing back against things that Jesus would push back against, mm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. And... um just as you were speaking about that i because i went through a, a moment of like no no traditions are wrong yeah. like no religion like rituals religion like no like god is not religion mm. you know and mm. it's more it's deeper and it's not about all that and that. so i was in that which i i feel god kind of put that into my heart to kind of go deeper in, in, into that and then he puts me uh, or, you know, life got the plan, whatever it is right now where I'm at. Yeah. I had a stint where I was working at um, Catholic schools, mm. uh, high schools. I don't know if I've shared it with you, but and in there it's all ritual. It's all religion. And I had, you know, I was going to mass and, um, you know, doing all uh, the Catholic uh, procession, the, the rituals that, that the Catholic Church does. And I found myself finding so much value Interesting. in the ritual, in the religious practices, so much reverence and, and sacred moments by just staying disciplined to that weekly mm. and, and being able to see God and feel God and hear God and see God move mm. in that moment yeah. in the Catholic Church. And so then it kind of shifts my perspective as far as uh, again what is my perspective yeah that's ultimately all that because if you're here you, you know okay i could be critiquing and i could be uh, what is that the the pastor wearing or what is the bishop wearing why is he wearing the robe right but he's saying a message and i can't hear the message because i'm my perspective is on the rituals the the garments the clothes so God speaking in a way to me saying, hey, don't pay attention to the messenger, pay attention to the message Yeah. in, in every moment, whether you're in church or, or like in life, walking around, yeah. talking, what's the message? Yeah. So, so that's, you know, being in that situation, again, I grew up Christian and I grew up in um, an understanding of like, nope, that's wrong. This is right. Hmm. With any other religion other than Christianity. And so to kind of um, be put in situations throughout my life where I've been able to attend different styles or different churches of religion and, and has brought me to that kind of perspective of listening to the message, not the messenger or not all the things around it. What is the word being spoken yeah. there? That, yeah. That God is speaking. Yeah. Because it can be found if you... <laughs> Uh, what, what was it? Was Stephen Furtick, seek and you shall find. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seek and you shall find. Yeah, you were just saying that. It's really interesting. So what you seek for, that's what you're going to find. Right. You know? So if I'm seeking to find 
everything I disagree with or the negativity in mm. that situation, that's what I'm going to find. Yeah. But if I'm seeking to find what does God want me to learn from this mm. and see from this and and come out of this with, then that's what I'm going to find. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were just kind of talking about that when, as, as we were just walking in here. You know, I was saying, how was your week or how was, how was your Monday? And I was like, everybody hates Mondays, you know. And you're like, why? You know, why, why does Monday have to be that way? Um, it's all a matter of perspective. And so I guess in the same way, you know, you can look at Mondays as just a negative thing. You know, it's just it's like going to be a horrible day. You know, it's just we got to deal with it. Or you can have the perspective of what are you what are you going to seek? Are you going to seek, you know, this day being a drag or are you going to seek, you know, for it to be positive? So and good. this is going to be a great day. You know, yeah. I, I, yeah, every day, mm-hmm. every day is a great day. Right. It's kind of like our culture has made it that Mondays are a drag. Right. Right. Yeah. But aren't we called to go against that culture? So we got to fight those cliches or Mm. those, uh, um, cultural, uh, understanding. Yeah. And that's what I'm after is just challenging those and asking those questions Mm. to kind of, again, move forward, switch it up. Yeah. Because then we just become a broken record, repeating what culture is repeating. Right, right. I feel like as Christ followers, we're called um, followers of the way. We're called to shift those cultures. Yeah. So if I'm not shifting them in mm-hmm. my own mindset and in my own way of seeing things, how do how can I expect? Like I can't expect it to see it any, everywhere anywhere mm. else. Like yeah. it starts here. Mm. Mm. Now you you work with high school kids. Yeah. Yeah, high school kids. Okay. Yeah, I teach Spanish at, at Warren okay. High School. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know. I know you taught Spanish. I just wasn't sure about the age. What are you seeing culturally right now? Because um, these are unchurched kids, probably for the for the most part, right? Um, how do you bring the gospel into the classroom? Um, you live it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't say it. Just live it. Obviously, there's that tension, the church and state, right? The separation of church and state. Um. But uh, the gospel is felt more than it 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 is heard. Mm-hmm. If that mm-hmm. makes sense, yeah. And um, God, uh, again, if we're if if I'm doing fine, if my perspective is aligned, which is a, you know a daily battle, which is a minute by minute, hour by hour battle, thought by thought mm. battle. Um, so you know, I I. If I'm in a good perspective, God, you'd be surprised how God opens up doors and opportunities and conversations where you don't even have to mention his name or, mm. or mention Jesus Christ, where where you're um, pouring out life into these kids and yeah. pouring out unconditional love. Yeah. And, uh, and I don't want to say I'm in there to convert anybody or right. to save anybody. I'm just there. Again, my life. I'm 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 just trying to live um, with the with the uh, perspective of the spirit, of mm. perspective of the way, and then letting God create those moments and opportunities where okay, yeah. here it is, and and live it, pour it out. Yeah, easier said than done. Of course, obviously, because you got to teach too, right? And yeah, you got yeah. Gotta teach the curriculum. Yeah, yeah. Gotta teach all this stuff. It was interesting. I, I mean, e- even today, um, it, it, it's mo- motivation 
um, self-motivation and work ethic and discipline is a thing that the youth struggles with, I think, and justifiably so, looking mm. around and seeing the world and what's going on and um, all these systems and uh, foundations kind of being exposed for what they are and mm. it, it was the... So to be motivated to go to school mm. and learn grammar and learn these formulas, which um, is kind of an art, uh, again, in my opinion, an, uh, an old educational system okay. that is not relatable to what we need. Everything, everything that we're teaching is here. Mm -hmm. they, they could look it up and find it in a second mm -hmm. right here. Yeah. So, but we're still trying to make it seem that it's information that they need. They need to memorize, memorize, memorize. No, we, they don't need to memorize anymore. They got this. Mm -hmm. What do we really need to teach now is that wisdom to use this, mm -hmm. the wisdom to use the tools, the intellect that, that we have. Um, and in that is the gospel is, is the enlightenment, the uh, understanding of who we are as a human being, yeah. the holistic part of you know our our spirit our mind our mm. body because we're losing connection with that that's what i see with our students we're losing connection with that because it's all still just information based memorize this get your 4.0 get to a college get mm. or else you're not of value to the society mm. you're mm. not no 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 no. you're valuable right the gospel right? created in his image you're valuable regardless of what grades you get, mm -hmm. regardless of what sport team you're on, you're valuable. Mm. Um, so learn that first. Yeah. So I feel like I'm in the, in the school trying, you know, spreading that message mm. of, no, you're valuable. Here's my love towards you. Yeah. It may be tough love at times, but it's love. It might be, you know, hold it, holding high expectations from you. And, and when you see, but regardless of what you get, your grade or whatever, I'm going to treat you as a human being. Yeah that's unconditionally loved just how I have been unconditionally loved and if I share that I might be planting a seed mm. of the gospel right I mm. may be uh, and again that whole process you might be pulling weeds from yeah. that you might be watering yeah. it you might be trimming um um while in the context of the educational system and mm. Mr. Soto's Spanish class mm -hmm. um but treading carefully, not even carefully, but just, you know, I don't need to be throwing Bible verses right, out or, or right. uh, you know, because I still need to pay the mortgage. Mm -hmm. I still, yeah, you know, of course. Yeah, yeah. Keep, keep my job safe. Yeah. Um, and I think students feel that, you mm -hmm. know, they feel the, and when they feel that, right, then they can achieve and then they can work hard and be self-motivated and because my value is not based off of what I do. Wow. That's mm. a different concept. Even mm. today I, we were talking about, uh, just competing. Yeah. Right. Um, I think in that last podcast with, uh, Fernando, mm -hmm. right. You guys were talking how it's kind of like a soft, uh, generation. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like lacking grit or like yeah. perseverance, mm. um, work ethic, you know, discipline, like, yeah, getting after it. Um, I agree. Um, but that's not even, that's not their fault. Mm. That's the parents' fault. 
Yes. Like, you know, it's, yes. it, it's the generation before them. Yes. And right now it's, it's, it's weird because we're in that in, in a strange time where yeah. this came out yeah. and yeah. the parents, right, got on this, didn't know, don't know how to use it nope. as a tool, have become addicted maybe and lost the connection with their youngins during that time where you're supposed to kind of be pouring in and showing them and getting yeah. their hands dirty, playing with them outside. So I, again, I'm speaking in general um, as, as kind of maybe making sense of why the kids are the way they are yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we we're, and then we're stepping back now, seeing them becoming teenagers. Like, why are they so soft? Why do they do not have a backbone? Well, nature or nurture, you yeah. know, like yeah, it's it's nurture. Yeah. And and what have we been doing for our kids? And obviously, if the majority of them are soft and grit, well, mm. that's on the parents. Mm. That's on the parents. Um, and again, it's complicated because of course with parents having to go to work living in yeah. california you need two jobs you need to pay the mortgage, right yeah, so yeah. you may not be at home yet it's very complicated yeah. Yeah. but um it's 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 interesting it's I'm, interesting I'm a lot here. well and also yeah. no no worries and it is interesting also is that this thing's so new yeah it's, it's like in its infancy still like we still don't really understand it and we still don't know how to manage it yeah and so this is so new to us and we're privileged to be in the generation where we know the before and after so we know we know what life is like pre-internet and we know what life is like after the internet so we can feel sort of that tension our kids have no idea it's always been there it's always been available to them um and also i think you're right i don't know if you've ever heard of the concept um i don't know who said this or where it's from but it's um uh um uh what is it um hard times create hard men yeah Hard men create easy times. Mm. Easy times create soft men. Soft men create hard yeah. times. Yeah, I heard that in that in the last podcast. Oh, yeah. did I say it? Okay. Yeah. And so I should probably look it up where where I heard it. Um, but anyway, I think that's kind of what we're. So our intention is is in the right place. Like we want the best for our kids. Right. But in that we make the mistake of making it too easy, mm. and we're not helping them because we're just making it easy for them. Which, as a result of that, is going to create hard times for them. Yeah. You know. And, and we need hard times yeah we need hard times when everything is easy mm -hmm. that's how we get soft yeah you know and as human beings since the beginning of time it's been a hard time mm -hmm. whether from you know, being in the cave mm -hmm. man don't get eaten yeah don't get eaten by these beasts out here yeah Go look for food like that's that was a real problem <laughs> that's a yeah you know not not my latte is too late or like <laughs> you know you missed the flight or whatever right yeah and you mentioned the working out analogy oh that, right 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 what would you say that i said i hate working out right but that that triggers my mind i'm like i hate it so i don't want to do it but that triggers it's like a trick that i do in my mind i'm like the moment i say oh i'm not going to do this i'm like that's why i have to mm. you know and because we need hard times yeah yeah we need hard times and if you're not self-inflicting hard times mm. which exercise is great sports yeah. are great uh physical activity is great Get, sweating is yeah. great because it's going back to our primal dna mm -hmm. of struggling yeah i tell my kids you know because there's a big you know kind of depression um wave wave and anxiety yep. mm -hmm. and i've heard this from i don't know everything i say i've heard from someone or, mm -hmm. or read somewhere um but it's the the thing oh, if 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 you're depressed like go run three miles mm -hmm. Mm. And see if you're still depressed as mm. you're gasping for air and mm. sweating and super uncomfortable. See if you're still depressed when all your energy 
is being used somewhere else to survive and to try to get a breath to breathe you're, you're all your depression you ain't thinking about that right. all the energy is going towards i need yeah. air i need to breathe and when you start getting your air and breathing you're appreciating it appreciating your breath yeah now it's like life is good i have mm. breath right but if you never put yourself in tough situations mm. what do you do you're sitting on a couch um looking at a feed which yeah. is just putting more thoughts yeah. and more mental and negativity and yeah. comparison and, and, and comparison and, yeah. and our minds our own intellect right that's the enemy mm -hmm. right there right now i'm in a hole now i can't get out hey i really think physical activity is is something godly yeah right godly right i feel like if we go to heaven right now why, why are we struggling with depression god you didn't save me from depression god you didn't do this for god might uh, again i'm not saying what god might say mm -hmm. but i in my perspective god might be like w i gave you legs mm -hmm. i gave you arms i gave you sports i gave you bikes yeah i gave you running shoes to run in i gave you uh, adequate food to eat yeah. i gave you all the tools necessary mm -hmm. for you to be well-rounded in yeah. body mind and spirit yeah yeah yeah. i created you yeah in your dna to be able to move and because you have uh, again i'm not speaking for god but no, no, it's, kind, it's kind of one of those things where it's like yeah. if you're out of that then yeah there's going to be a mix-up there's going to be disbalance yeah uh chemically in your brain or or even emotionally mentally all these things yeah um kind of like that analogy you've probably heard or, or the story of of that the, there's like a flood happening okay right and there's a guy on a roof and a guy on a boat he's trying to survive and a guy on a boat comes oh he's by. like he's god like, help god god's help gonna me, save god me, me. Yeah, god's yeah. gonna save me don't worry okay so i go somewhere else yeah, yeah. a helicopter comes <laughs> god no god's got me the helicopter takes off he dies goes to heaven god what happened you didn't save me he's like dude i sent a helicopter i sent a, <laughs> a boat i said it's it's kind of those things like yeah sometimes we put it all on god when it's like mm. no it's our responsibility god yeah god created us to be able to handle this yeah um yeah it's complicated i think i think what because you know both of us grew up in church and i think we've heard a lot about you know the body's the temple of the holy spirit and we should take care of it right we need to be good stewards of what god has given us and i think we're quick at talking about like hey you can't drink alcohol mm. Um, or you can't smoke, you know, um, but we're not very, that, we're not as adamant as proper nutrition, yeah. for example. Fast food. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Candy, mm -hmm. uh, chips. Yeah. Um, yeah. Everything else is bad. Mm -hmm. uh, alcohol. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Yo, what, yeah, what yeah. about the food that we're intaking? Yeah. Which has also scientifically been shown to be causes of depression oh, yeah. and anxiety mm -hmm. and uh, not proper n nutrition mm -hmm. yeah which is another conversation on its own as far and and again the 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 message and the gospel yeah it's it's about jesus christ and and how he he um died and for our sins and and we're saved by that grace and unconditional love that's the uh the beginning mm-hmm and and again for those who uh, if you've lived in the christian walk or you know i've been going to church so what's the next step mm. because again and you've preached on this before we're not supposed to be drinking milk our whole walk right right what, what what's our next thing to chew what's the next thing to um 
and so for me in my life in this season i have felt that strongly like take care of your nutrition mm. take care of your body take care of your breathing be fully present mm. live for today um yeah align your perspective stay centered yeah, yeah. pray um read read the bible yeah um and everything and perspective should be good and things should be fine like yeah you know something i've always loved about you mm. and i think i feel like i've told you this before but i want to say it publicly is that you I, I don't know if it's all the time but at least with me um you're always fully present mm. like i feel like you're 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 completely invested in the moment listening you know you can tell cuz you when you when you've had lots of conversations with lots of people you can tell whether or not they're just nodding and mm. looking at you in the eye, but they're just waiting for a silence for them to be able to talk. Or if they're actually there listening and they're fully present. Um, that's something that I've learned. I've gotten a lot better at it mm. over the past few years at fully at trying to fully be present at every moment. I feel like that comes more naturally to you. Mm. And I think that is incredibly valuable for people, especially that have a lot on their plate, have a lot going on, because the present moment is really all we have. <laughs> Everything else is like the past is already, you know, the future yeah. is not here yet. This is all we have. So um, talk a little bit about that, about the, the value of being fully present and how that's been for you, et cetera. Because I know you got, you got four kids. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's like your life is, is, you know, and they're, they're little, I mean, they're not all little, but how old is your oldest? 13. She just 13, turned 13. And then your youngest? Is four. Four. Okay. Four. So yeah, going to be five in August. So it's chaos. You know, there's a lot of things going on, but then you got these four kids and you be fully present with them, et cetera, with your wife, uh, school. How do you do it? Intentionally. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a, it's, it's rewiring my brain to be fully present. It's, it's God enlightening me to recognize that this is all we have. Like mm. you said, it's, it's understanding that we have a certain amount of energy and mental energy and emotional capital and, and space. And if we aren't wise stewards of the of the energy of our intention of our attention then we're just reacting mm -hmm. and 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 not acting and not being responsible now with the past and and this is how i break it down uh and i and i tell my because i coach soccer and i tell my players this some that are sometimes i see it in their body language in their head they're 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 not confident they're they're anxious they're they're worried they're nervous hey wh what's going on right now you're wor and here's the thing you're worrying about a mistake you made in the in the first half or, mm. or last game which is now affecting your present right because you, you lost confidence or something and you can't and now you're thinking you're thinking you're only that mistake you made mm. in the game so now your confidence is low, which is affecting your t your first touch here, which is affecting the next pass you're going to make or the next shot you're going to take, mm. which is then going to affect your future. Yep. And then the cycle repeats. Yep. But if you're fully present with what is now and the miracle that is now, mm. as far as there's so many options that can happen, so yeah. many so many ways that this can go. But if you're putting too much energy thinking about the past. Mm you're wasting energy right. because you can't change that. 
and it's all regret and it's all negative and it's all resentment and it's all mm. bitterness and and anxiousness for, mm. uh, or, well no anxiousness would be towards the future yeah. so you can either be putting all your energy into that which is bad which isn't going to help you right here and now or you're putting too much energy in the future anxious worrying how am i going to perform how's that going to turn out is that going right, to right Either one of those is not fully present right. and, and you're missing the point and you're missing being here fully present. And I believe that if you're fully present, breathing, being thankful for every breath, being thankful for the opportunity to mm. be doing what you're doing here, to be able to go to work, to be able to maybe have a conversation, to be able to do this, to be able to score a goal, to mm. be able to. And if you're fully present and in that state of flow, mm right and flow can come through creative measures and music you know you can hit it in sports you can get into that but even in life if you if you can get in the state of flow which is being fully present and focused in the situation then the future will take care of itself mm. that's why I, I again i think i've told you i'm not like a planner or, or much i've just kind of if i can show up today and do and be again centered and aligned in perspective in the holy spirit then I should trust my next action and yeah. I should trust my next thought. And if I and when I slip up and I mess up, okay, learning experience, I can't stay there though. I mm. can't think about that mistake and, and identify myself by that mistake because it's a new day, it's a new yeah. thought. What's the scripture? Um, re, uh, renewing your thoughts daily. Yeah, yeah. What, what's the whole scripture? By the that? renewing of your mind, yeah. Yeah, yeah. renewing of your mind, mm -hmm. that's what we're called to be. If we're christ followers and we have accepted jesus into our hearts every moment every thought needs to be renewed in the perspective of of jesus of the of, of the spirit of the yeah. holy spirit yeah and so if we're doing that consciously mm. pr fully present right I, yeah. that's i feel like that's being human human beings mm. I, I'm listening to this other, some other wise men and, and podcasts where human being, even the word, it's a human being, mm. not a human was or right. not a human is going to be. Mm -hmm. It's a human being. And a lot of what we, I, or at least what I'm seeing in general and in, in my students or just in the world and seeing a people and just observing is we're not being. Mm. We're either stuck here. We're either thinking about the past or worried about the future. Yeah. And we're forgetting about being fully present, which is all we got. And yeah. which is the only thing that is constant is being fully present. I love what you're saying. It makes me think about, about the, the thing that was so attractive about Jesus. I, I'm pretty sure he was, as you describe it, and now people can get, you know, woo woo about the, the concepts of state of flow, for example, but I know exactly what you mean. I mean, I feel it like there's these moments when I'm in a great conversation where time stands still, mm. or like you're playing drums, you're just having a, such a good time in worship where, mm. where time uh, stands still. It's almost like uh, you walk, I don't know, this may sound weird, but it's almost like you walk into the uh, kingdom of heaven in a way. Like yeah. you get a glimpse of it mm. to where you're outside of time. Mm. And so time is like, it's non-existent yes. and you're just kind of fully present in that moment. Yes. When I think about that. I think about Jesus and how he was and how he interacted with people and he was never in a hurry. Mm. He always had time mm -hmm. to get off of his quote unquote schedule. You know, he, he spent time alone. He withdrew a few times. Um, and, uh, you know, I just love that about him. And I think that's something that we can, you know, learn in life to truly and he talks about unity so much he talks about love 
And he talks about being one. Yes. You know, which we get glimpse of this, even in these conversations where mm. we're like sharing our brain or sharing right. our spirit. We're like interacting and we're being one right. in a way. Right. And there's beauty in that. And that's almost like the thing. That's like the, almost like the main thing that he calls us to be. Right. That unity through the bond of love. Yeah. You know, which brings us all together. So and good. that's the, and that's the, and that's the prophecy. That's the future. That's, yes. you know, but we heaven put, on earth or yeah, sorry, yeah, where heaven and earth kind of collide, you know? And so we have these glimpses that we, yeah. we feel it in church through worship in prayer, you know, in a beautiful moment, like a sunset moment where like, Holy mm. cow, you know, but that's like a glimpse of what is to come, which is what I call back to Eden, mm. back to the way things were supposed mm. to be from the beginning. There's a promise of that at the end when yeah. we all, when we all, you know, when everything gets redeemed and everything's renewed, not just our minds, but everything. Right. You know? And, and, and why can't that be all the time? Yeah. Cause of sin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the big, that's the one big problem that we all have. Yes. You know, it's, it's stupid sin. Yes. It's in the way. A hundred percent. Um, but it's still, you know, but sin. Yeah. But the war's been won. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, sin, but that's kind of an excuse. Yeah. Right. Yep. Is yep. it? Yep. I, it can. It can be. But things won't be perfect until things are completely redeemed. And it's an interesting theological question, because it is finished. Happened two thousand years ago. So it happened, but it still hasn't happened. So it happened. You know, when Jesus says um, it is finished, which is which is really um, it's um, covenant language. It has to do with marriage, and there's a whole background to that. But it's basically, it is finished, but then there's the wedding banquet at the end when it's going to be completed. So we're in this, this is, this is the end times that we're living in. Mm. So we're in that tension between um, the heaven, like, because Jesus says the kingdom of heaven is, is at hand. It means it's imminent. It's coming. It's, it's here. You can mm. touch it. You can feel it. But the completion isn't yet, isn't yet happening. Mm. And so the earth is with like... Um, uh, birth pains, you know, like groaning with birth pains, you're like waiting. There's this like, and you can feel it. Mm. You can feel it in the air. You can feel it in the wars and you can feel it in everything that's happening. But there's going to come a moment when, you know, we'll be back to Eden and everything will be renewed and uh, heaven will come to earth and things will be the way that they're, that they're supposed to be. Is that moment... When someone first comes to Christ, is that that moment? And then is it just kind of like because of sin or because of going back to past habitual patterns of thinking or or, or habitual sin? And then we kind of get out of that uh, feeling. Mm. I, I, I mean, I remember personally, you know, having moments of just like, wow, yeah. like overwhelming and just tears mm. of like, wow, God, you are so good and so present right now. And and then it kind of, you know, you, you lingers a little after and then you go, it, it goes away. Um, I don't know, you know, so, so yeah. in, in kind of my understanding and in, and in questioning and looking or, or seeking is can we uh the kingdom is at hand can it be more than just you know it's only going to happen at this moment mm. or can it be by um uh continuously like a pro- being, progression well, well continuously being in harmony and in unity with the yeah. spirit and with the creator yeah 
can you kind of be in this state of like the kingdom is here right now yeah. like look at us like look at the world we're in like 2022 like this is amazing like yeah you know I, I don't know it's a good question i think that it's it's available uh but sin gets in the way it's yeah. that simple you right. know but it's it's here it's available now so we get like little we get little glimpses of it right um but then again sin was taken care of on the cross right but yet we still sin Right. So there's that tension that we're living in, which is the end times when everything's going to be completed. That's why it's so helpful when we understand that God is outside of time. Mm. And so he says, you know, ten, yeah. a thousand years is like a day, right. you know, and so it's been 2000 years. So maybe that's just two days. Right. So yeah. that's still soon. Yeah. Um, but but then again, uh, there will come that day when finally everything will be back to what it what it needs to be. Yeah. Um, but it's tense right now. Yeah. You know, it's tense. And. You know, it's like even with the with the war in Ukraine, I mean, you can see the best of people and you see the worst of people. Mm. It's like both things run parallel to each other, you know. Yeah. But they'll they'll come that moment, man. And that's the hope. Yeah. That's it, the hope. It is. Um you know that the uh, ha ha hallelujah here below, mm. you know, elevation mm. um songs. I think, you know, for me I'm being in this season kind of called to hey, bring that hallelujah here and below mm. and on this earth and worship and, and try to create moments where we get those sparks. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. I think that's what we're called to do to sh show those lights, those moments of hope, the moments of heaven yeah. on, on earth. Yeah. Um, and, and be hopeful and carry yeah. ourselves confidently in that. And, and um, um, again, daily, by renewing uh, of of our hearts and our minds and our thought patterns and processes mm. and eating good food yeah. and staying uh, physically active, I think it's all tied in yeah. to being good stewards of mm -hmm. of being a human being. Um, I feel like that's in my season right now. That's you know, as as all humans, uh, we're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So again, uh, it's being human is a yeah. complex thing yeah it's being human human being human yeah it is complex it is complex because we have all these extra things that we deal with um that aren't just pure love and unity and forgiveness but then once we start living see that this is the thing that always boggles my mind is that there's this whole idea of that following God is a huge burden for us to bear and mm. doing the right thing is a huge burden to us mm. to bear. Guess what? The world is heavier. <laughs> the consequences of sin are much heavier. And so that's, the, that's, I think, the lie of the enemy in trying to get us confused into thinking that following the ways of Jesus yeah. is a heavier burden. I mean, it's Matthew chapter 11, you know, uh, put your yoke, take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I'm gentle and humble in heart and mm. you will find rest for your souls. Right. It's a rest. It's a restful um, life. It's not completely, it's not easy. Life no. is not easy. But perspective is aligned. Yeah. Which makes it uh, doable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In a in a good heart, in a good uh, hope giving, mm -hmm. life giving way, yeah. Your sermon uh, yesterday, uh, the fear based. Oh yeah, so good. Thank you. And I appreciate you for the way you've been giving the word. Um, past years, what two years since the pandemic hit, and yeah, um, because I know you've you felt that tension of I like did. what. What is it that I need to do? I need to continue with kind of the algorithm that has been set up with ch with church, yeah. 
or do I listen to what the spirit is moving in and what God is doing and speak through that? Yeah. And you've chosen regard and, and knowing that it could cause, you know, um, tension, knowing that it could cause pushback, knowing that it could, you know, drop numbers or, or do all kinds of things, but you've chosen this to, to listen and to speak on it. Mm -hmm. And it's, and it's so good. It's so, so refreshing. It's uh, for you to be able to be that vessel to, Hey, this is what God's put on my heart. and, And here it is. And every time it's like, ding, 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 like yeah. it's hitting. Oh, that's it's, cool. It's Thank hitting. you. Thank you. And I know I'm not the only one, mm-hmm. you know, and again, we're vessels yeah. and, and you're doing a great job of that. And also you can see it with all the new people yeah. receiving the word. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, it's awesome. Yeah. It's, Thank it's you. It's great to see. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Recently I've, I've been sharing some things. I mean, you're more sensitive, I think, to it than even most people that like theologically I would have expected some pushback, but it's been okay. Good. I haven't gotten it. I've gotten it. And I won't re say the things that I've said because I don't want for, I don't want to highlight <laughs> any of it, but just a couple of things. I mean, like last, a couple of Sundays ago, I said, you know, repentance doesn't save you. Jesus does, mm. you know? Yeah. There's nothing. Right. Where, you I know, don't, I don't know. But, but you can see how, how there can be pushback because, you know, it's a, it's a result of our following Jesus that saves us, not the... Not the um, our actions. Yeah. Our or actions our that follow effort, it. Mm-hmm. Right. Because we, we get it wrong a lot of times. And I grew up Presbyterian, so I, there's a lot of things that I used to believe that I've, I've adjusted my language to. I, I believe the same thing, but I've, I think I have better language for it now. Um, and it has to do with the order of things that, have, that that are related to what actually happened on the cross 2,000 years ago. You know, um, it, is it our actions that validate, that activate our salvation? Or is it Jesus that saves us and us by faith, we respond to that. And then there's a change of life that happens as a result. So it's not the other way around. I used to always think it was like God was mad at me when I was... Yeah misbehaving and i have to realize that his love never changes and his love just like his love just overtakes everything like just the fact that his that love is not an attribute of god it's his essence Mm. um and that the apostle paul says we can't escape from his love Mm. i mean just think about that dude it's 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 heavy which should cause a change of heart right caused by believing in jesus and believing that that is true yeah and when that truly hits Mm. in our hearts then it renews our mind which then causes the repentance yeah yeah right because um my tattoo artist aaron aaron cox shout out to aaron Aaron. but he was telling me um he's like yeah i was reading the scripture and and the word repent i was looking into it and um hebrew greek okay he's like did you know it it comes from like a sailor's term Mm. that means like steer clear yeah repent so you know in in my understanding repent is just like oh just say sorry and don't or a feeling like you feel sorry yeah Yeah. no it's a change Mm -hmm. of pattern it's a change it's a redirection a redirecting redirecting of our minds of our thought process which is true repentance yeah which happens with what you said when we accept that love yeah right and truly feel that and recognize that it's not i'm not repenting and then receive the love right 
no, I receive the love and then only then I can truly repent and yeah. like sh and steer clear and mm -hmm. shift clear. Yeah. Um, and the more you grasp the love and more that love just hits you, you know, between the eyes, it, it you can't, you can't do anything other than react to that. Yeah. And that's how repentance happens. You know, so it's, it's, it's a change. It's a change of direction. You know, it's not a feeling. It's a change of direction. Yeah. You know, and, and, it happens daily like mm. it happens moment by moment thought yeah. by thought if we're conscious and and kind of really leaning in like listening to the spirit you know because it's interesting we have like these voices mm. kind of narrating our lives mm. right it's like which voice is which one at what mm. time or are we even conscious of them or right. do we just think that's just who i am that's my identity all these things no, 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 like we're deeper, like this mm. is just a vessel. And, and are we are we growing in the spirit to be able to let that kind of guide our narrative yeah. and speak to us? Yeah. Um, so interesting. Yeah. So As I sit in this room, man, I'm taken back um, to all the, the, the past years in here. Uh -huh. There used to be a piano in here. This was like a little chapel room. Right here? Yeah. Oh. It used to be like a little chapel. Used to be, interesting. Yeah. Um, Downey, Downey First Christian, man. I was thinking, like, coming on here, I was because my dad came here in uh, 1999. Okay. Yeah, let's tell people that, so he was the he was the Spanish pastor right. here at the church. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So from 1999 to, to, to 2022, and kind of putting it all into context of, like, for me, even just 20-something yeah. years. Uh-huh. It's interesting. Yeah, the progression and how, how things have unfolded over the years. And just the different seasons. Mm. The different seasons we've seen in the church as a whole, you know. Yeah. Um, not just this church, but just in general. Right, right. Because at the end of, of, of the 1990s, there was like a, like, it was like a revival in the 90s. Mm. I remember my first uh, memory, one of my first memories of coming to Downey First Christian Church was walking into the gym. I was, I was going to be a fifth grader. And I walked into the gym on Sunday morning where the burn was happening. Thing was packed. That was the youth, the, the youth, youth group, right? The youth group yeah. was packed yeah, yeah. from from the stage to the, like the back. I came in through the back doors. Every seat was like filled. Like that was my memory of it. Whoa. Every seat filled. Like rock band up there. Like where yeah. should be like the burn was yeah, yeah. the brand. The burn, and yeah. Everyone had a red sweater. Who was the leader back then? Uh, was it Steve Pate? No, no, it was Doug. Doug. Yeah. Okay uh doug was um uh what was his last name dougie is dougie garrett where their kids name who are more my age and doug and um yeah doug and uh gordon was the uh the lead pastor the lead pastor and I remember coming here and you know mostly uh you know anglo mm -hmm. you know and my dad coming here was like uh, the the missionary to to reach out to the Hispanic community. Right, right. Nineteen ninety. Because it was all white, basically. Yeah. The church. Yeah, 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 yeah. So now in two thousand twenty two, like I come to church yesterday and it's like, it's it's flipped. It's yeah. switched. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. comes with a whole different type of season, a yep. whole different context. Uh, you know, uh, it's super it's super interesting. But the the gospel hasn't changed. Everything yeah. is it stays the same. Yeah. Little paint jobs change, right? And, and right. Buildings change. Different people, but keeps going. It does. Keeps going. Yeah, man. And you've been a part of this, man. You've been a part of this. Yeah, dude. This was great, dude. This was amazing. We we need to do this again. 
I would love to. Yeah. It's always good it's talking. Good, good conversation. Yeah. Off and on the mic. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly. Good. Yeah. But um, yeah, I just want to say thanks. Thank uh, you, again. man. Yeah. Thank you for your friendship. You know, Same. you were the first, I think you were the first one-on-one meeting that I had with our staff when I, I, I don't think I had even officially started and we had coffee. It was a, it was either coffee bean. I think it was coffee yeah, bean. It was. Yeah. We sat there and we just talked and. Yeah. You know, it's like we hit it off right away. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the same mm-hmm. right now. It's yeah. The same energy, same vibe. Same, same vibe. It's same good. energy. Yeah. Going. Good but, stuff. But God bless you and keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. Pastor, I really appreciate it because as you know, times are shifting. Yes. Times are, are tense. Yeah. And what more do the people need than just the word and the way yeah. and, and the light being being shown and the, and the message being spoken through? Without an uh, a real agenda, you know, but only yeah, Christ centered and yeah, I've learned that I I I I I I've learned that I think that we make a mistake and you were talking about this a little bit earlier when you were talking about how you approach the kids. Mm. Um, I think people are ultra sensitive to agendas now mm. more than ever. Um, people are sensitive to the fake real as mm. well, you know. Um, so I think we, we need to make sure that our motivations are right, that when we're approaching people or when we're preaching, that we're coming from a place of truth. Yeah. Even if, even if we're not feeling it, just say it like, I'm not feeling it right now. Yeah. Being you know? human. Yeah. Yeah. I think people connect really well with that. Right. Um, people can trace, uh, facial expressions more than ever. Um, a lot of things, man. It's really, really interesting. I think it's, I think it's a good thing. That's why when you said, um, no agenda, it's like, yeah, but, but to be honest, I've had to fight that because in my mind, when I would preach messages, I'm like, okay, what is it that I want to get them to do? Right. And it's like, no, I don't want that. I don't want to do that anymore. I just want to say, this is what I feel God is showing me. And this is what I believe you need to know. You know, amazing. what you do with that, that's completely on you. It's between you and God. You're mm-hmm. not accountable to me. Yeah. You know, but so, that, you know, for me, that's called, uh, in the educational terms, like being a lifelong learner. Mm. We, no one's going to have it figured out at any, uh, we're all trying to strive and learn and, and continue to grow in the gospel and what God's message is for us. And no one is above that. Right. Yeah. Not even our, our pastor, Josh, no, you know, because, no. and you're showing that mm. just by, okay, like this is what I've, I've done before and it's worked. The formula yeah. has worked. Mm-hmm but you're tuned in and so conscious of the different move and, and the different season that mm. you're choosing to break out of being comfortable yeah. with what works and going into this new space that mm. you have shared with me is, is extremely uncomfortable for you. Yeah. 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 Cause yeah. well, you're more organized type oh, A, oh, right? Like yeah. Just go plan. through. The, yeah. 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 And to see, so to see you in these past years, just kind of go from that to that and now getting comfortable with this. I'm excited to see what the oh, next, that's cool. what the next uncomfortable. That's cool that you've noticed there. it though. That's cool that mm-hmm. you've noticed it. Cause I've definitely, uh, you know, I've, I've worked on that. So what the next thing is, yeah, who knows? I'm just, I'm open to it. And be present and it'll come. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. For sure. So good. Dude. Love you, man. Yeah. Yeah. Always. All right, dude. Hey, you guys, I'll see you next time. See you guys.